Well, good morning, everybody. And what a fantastic privilege it is to bring you the Word of God for the first time in 2021. Hey, welcome to 2021. Who would have thought? But here we are, 2021. It's an exciting year, and whatever it has to offer, I'm ready for it. And I pray right now that as I bring you the Word of God today, that you would be excited and passionate about the future that God's got for you. So, hey, friends, welcome from all over the world. Those who are watching from different uh, continents and countries in the world right now, we want to welcome you. Specifically, I'm thinking of Vietnam right now and some of the countries that are right now struggling with the midst of a COVID pandemic still. And uh, we want to remember you guys in prayer today and encourage you. I want to specifically mention Singapore, our church in Singapore, Inspire Singapore. Welcome. It's great to see you guys here in 2021 and what an incredible journey it's been journeying with you guys in Singapore. But hey, welcome. Anyone who's watching online today, wherever you are in your home, I want to welcome you to Inspire at Home. And uh, this is our church service for you today. So as you join in, can I encourage you right now? Maybe if you're with someone, if you're alone right now, we encourage you in God that our hearts are with you today and that uh, we want to encourage you in that. If you're with someone today, why don't you grab the hand of the person next to you right now and believe with me as we pray and welcome in 2021. God, we want to thank you right now for the incredible privilege and the honor it is to serve you. We want to thank you for this year. We thank you, Lord God, for the incredible expectation in our hearts of what you have for us in 2021. We're believing, Lord God, for your, your love and your power to invade our lives right now. Wherever you are right now, I speak over your life the blessing of God, the power of his love, the victory of his power for you to be an overcomer in this year. And right now, we believe, Lord God, in this next 20 minutes, God, that you would inspire us with your word, that you would uplift us, that you would cause us to be encouraged. If there's any sick, I believe right now for healing over your physical body, over your mind. Maybe you've been attacked in your mind over this holiday period. Maybe right now you're feeling lonely or disconnected. And I pray right now that this would be a great time of connection and faith for you. Thank you, Lord God, that it's better caught than taught. And right now, as you're holding hands with that person next to you, I believe, Lord God, let faith invade every atmosphere and every room right now as I speak and deliver a message of hope and victory in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we thank you right now for the opportunity to go online and deliver your word across the planet right now. In Jesus' name, I declare victory and agree with me right now in an amen. God bless you. What a privilege. And uh, hey, I reckon uh, you're the best looking crowd I've preached to so far this week. Just to uh, bring perspective, here we are, 2021. Uh, it's a great year. We're Inspire Church and I believe we're here to inspire people about the power and the love of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're about. And uh, let me encourage you in that. I want to give you a couple of verses today and we're going to launch into the Word of God. The first verse I want to give you is Galatians 2.20 and it says this, It's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. Now I want to kind of bring my message around that for the first message in 2021, this fabulous year. 
And I want to believe God right now that in your life that you would experience the incredible opportunity to make Jesus the center of everything you do this year. So I want to title my message just really simply, Jesus at the center. Now the earth is right now orbiting around the sun and uh, I think we're doing 110,000 kilometers an hour. If that were to stop, we would soon um, um, pale into insignificance as the gravity drew us so close that we would be absolutely incinerated. And I believe right now that in our orbit around the sun, we are having to keep our lives in orbit around Jesus, to make him the center of your life, to keep you healthy, to keep you spiritually alive, to keep you vibrant and in victory for 2021. And uh, so let me encourage you right now. We've celebrated Christmas, which I pray that you had a fantastic Christmas. Everybody, I thank God for the opportunity just to take some time aside. For those of you that have, I understand some of you would have had to work through, but for those of you that have taken a break, I pray that you're refreshed and ready to go for this new year. We celebrated Christmas together, and uh, that was fantastic. And uh, I think we all centered, the entire world came to a halt where we celebrated Christmas, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. It's interesting, isn't it, that every culture and every nation pretty much stops and the world celebrates Christmas. In fact, if you look back, our very calendar is dated around the time that Jesus was born and it changed from BC to AD. And I really believe even right now that our time and our season is in Christ. So Jesus became the bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us that there was the concept of god in sending his son to take on humanity and become one of us so that we could reconnect with the father and know the love of jesus in our lives as a little baby um, the bible says very clearly john 1 14 and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we celebrated christmas and as we looked at that story, you see that the very birth of Jesus was about the Christ himself. Wise men came from afar, shepherds came and gathered, and we celebrated that just a few weeks ago. Um, and many of us had nativity scenes and, and the incredible joy that comes with Christmas and the, the celebration that's there, the nativity and the, the narratives around Jesus being born as a baby. But even in the, in the stable, in the, in the in the stable he was born in, not in an inn, not in a hospital room, not in something that was incredibly comfortable and beautiful, but in a stable, in a, in a, in a, in a yard, in a barn, if you like. And, but there's not much said about the surroundings. It's all about Jesus. And I want to get you this year, I want to make the overwhelming theme of Inspire. Let's center on Christ this year. Make Jesus the center of everything. Right now, our theme is renewal and to be renewed in God and to be, be empowered by His incredible love and walk in that and understand that. And uh, as we go through the Word of God, we see that Jesus was born in these, these um, not so comfortable, not so 
beautiful surroundings and yet we don't hear a lot about that we hear about Jesus the baby about his character about the incredible presence that was around about him about the love of God that was shining through him how it inf influenced and impacted even then as a baby the wise men and the shepherds and uh, of course many and many years on and I'm pretty sure uh, God was saying in the scene even of the nativity that let's focus on Jesus, not on the surrounding, because we so quickly get focused on the circumstances around about us. And like even with Christmas, I'm sure some people I met and talked to were more focused on what sort of ham they were going to have for the Christmas meal and the sort of setup they're going to have for Christmas and the kind of gifts they were going to either give or receive instead of focusing about the central reason and the cause of Christmas is Jesus Christ himself. So let's not get so focused on the environment or on the circumstance or whatever. Let's focus on Jesus. And this year in our church and our lives and our circumstances and your business and your world, I want to encourage you to focus on Jesus. Here's what we read at Christmas. We read Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, which says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. I love that. The peace of God reigning in our lives, even right now. I pray that the peace of God reign in your life through this Christmas and New Year. I pray that you have encountered God in such a way that you go on to live this world. In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, the Bible says, And you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. What an incredibly encouraging and positive message that is. And if I can encourage you in that today. And I want to remind you, maybe, hopefully you don't have to be reminded, to be reminded in this new year after all your celebrations and coming into 2021, Jesus is the reason. Make him the center of your life today. Never find yourself in that place where you're willing to sacrifice what you have for maybe what you want because I believe in many ways we sometimes fail to recognize what we already have in our lives, the incredible life that we have, the incredible blessing that God has been in our life. And um, what does it mean? The Bible mentions this, but what does it mean to advance um, in any way if you lose your own soul? And our soul is connected to God himself. God breathes into our lives and gives us everlasting life. And we're saved and delivered and set free. Value what you have right now. Don't just think about the future and what could be, but really value what you've got right now. In fact, I would really encourage you, let's never number ourselves amongst the people who value what they could have and not what they do have. It's dangerous to always be thinking it could be better when the reality is right now, be grateful what you have right now. Be grateful and live in that kind of life. Many I meet today um, where they now live in regret because they undervalued what they did have in their life. And uh, I think sometimes we need to be reminded, what is the main thing? And let's make the main thing the main thing. And Jesus is the key and the answer to our life. We used to sing this song 
Jesus is the center of it all. And yet sometimes I think it's so easy in the hustle and bustle of Christmas or New Year to forget that he is the center of everything in our world. So I want to, I mean, the test right now, I think would be what in your life makes Jesus center of it all? That's the test I'd challenge you with today. So that it's not about self because it's so easy to get our lives focused on self. But what is there in our lives right now that brings glory to God? Because reality is, outside of that, life can get pretty boring if it's all focused on me. So I want to challenge you and inspire you today as a church and as a people. Let's lift our focus and get it on Christ Jesus. I love what we read at Christmas. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 41, it says that Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year to celebrate the feast of Passover. Passover, of course, was all about the very Christ and how he delivered them in the Red Sea and delivered them out of Egypt. And it says here in verse 42, And when Jesus was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom. We get so hooked into the customs of life, Christmas, New Year, and if you're not careful, it just rolls over and over without considering life itself and putting Jesus at the center. And it says, when they had finished, in verse 43, when they'd finished the days of celebration, as they returned, the boy Jesus was not with them, but lingered in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing, and it's amazing, we can be, be, in fact, I challenge you, we can be in a place where we suppose Jesus to be with us. And people tell me, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a believer. Christ, I believe in Jesus. But to have Christ with you, to walk with God, to have him in your world, supposing Jesus to have been with them, they went a day's journey and sought him amongst, then sought him amongst their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now it was only after three days that they found him sitting in the midst of the teachers and he was listening to them and asking them questions. And I think that story in itself just amazes me. Here's Jesus Christ, this incredible promise of the Father to bring peace and forgiveness of sin and someone who they'd so had to value as a baby. And we all know with our children how we've guarded and protected them and watch over them, even today more so than ever probably. It's a miracle any of us that are around my era have survived. I mean, we, we, we lived life very risky. We, we never had those little um, seats that you have to put children in, the little cubicles that you put them in in your car. We were just in the car and uh, never strapped in. We didn't even have seat belts and all of that stuff. In fact, as a young lad, I think I fell out of a car three times whilst in journey. And uh, yet today we're so protective of our children. And it amazes me as I read this story, this uh, narrative of how Jesus, this precious baby, they lost him. They lost Jesus. And I think in our lives it's so easy sometimes to be journeying through life and he's no longer in our world. He's no longer the center of our world. And I want to challenge you with that message. Though. I remember once in a, in, a, in a market in Melbourne, and we lost Christy, my 
daughter, um, Christy, who was, I think she was like five, six at the time, and we lost Christy. And what a terrifying thing it is. If you're a parent today, you know how frightening it is to lose your child even for a few minutes, even for a few moments, and she had disappeared in this crowd of people. I mean, I don't know how many people were in Jerusalem at the Feast of Passover, but to lose Jesus in that crowd, you would be like, hey, we've so protected. We had to journey to Egypt just to protect him from being uh, killed because the enemy and the leadership of that day wanted to seek and destroy this incredible promise of the future. And so they'd already had to protect. Now they're losing Jesus. And I think sometimes in our own lives, this is a lesson to us. Don't let Jesus get out of the center of your life, but bring him back into center today. And um, and I think it's a challenge when Christy disappeared. Of course, we find the nearest uh, authorities and the policemen, and we said, man, our daughter's gone missing. Can you do something? And obviously, you're in a panic situation right then. And uh, and can you do something? And they began to, to look around and, and alert. And next thing, it came over the loudspeakers at that market that Christy... Um, was in the administration center and she had somehow found herself there and she was sitting up and, and like Jesus, she was questioning and answering them. She was having great dialogue and had won the favor and they were giving her lollipops and all the good things and uh, which she was totally enjoying that moment. But the loudspeaker call came out. Uh, we have Christy in administration and she is looking for her mum and dad, Don and Julia McDonnell. And so we were able to go and rescue her. And I'm amazed that, that even for one day before they missed him, and then it was another three days before they found him. Man, what did he do? Where was he in that time? Where did he sleep? I, I'm, I'm asking myself all those questions. And, um, and I'm thinking, how could you have have not noticed that Jesus was not with you. Yet I meet many who live their lives so selfishly and so unto ourselves. And I want to tell you, that life gets pretty boring pretty quick. And uh, I, my, my recommendation is keep Jesus at the center of every part of your life. Center of our time, center of our marriages, um, center of our businesses. We need to make Jesus the center of everything. Center of our talents because all the talents he's given us, let's use them for God's incredible. It's interesting in the book of Revelation, which the book of Revelation is written to the seven churches, which um, the angel of the seven churches, and so every church has its angel. And uh, five of the seven are challenged about Jesus Christ not being the center of their world. In Revelation 3.20, and I love what it says there, it's speaking to the final church, the church of Laodicea, and here's what it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. Apparently, Jesus was outside the door, not at the center. And I would like to challenge us as leaders and and uh, and Christians today, that is Jesus at the center. It's interesting at the last book of the Bible, the challenge is, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's on the outside. We've become otherwise focused. But let's this year make Jesus a central theme of our focus this year. And I would put a few um, uh, practical uh, concepts out there for you. Number one, what are you doing with your time? because it's about our time and how we invest our time. It's called priorities. 
And it's interesting, we even use the word priorities because priorities had to that which is prior. So really you can, you can only put one thing in the front and I suggest you put Jesus before anything in your time, your time investment, to give Jesus that first moment of your day, to give God that first moment. In the first moments of your day, make it a devotional moment. Commit your day to Christ. Let Him invade the very first part of your day and watch how great the second part. Secondly, how are we investing our resources? Because all these things show us where Jesus fits in our life. He's not in the first moment. He's probably not going to be there. If he's not in the, in the beginning of our resources, have a look at your, your bank account, your credit card account, to see where you're investing your finances. If God's not pretty much up there, you can guarantee that our credit card is being used for self, which is so often where we spend it. Thirdly, and I would challenge you with this, where do I get my input? Because I think that pictures to me where Jesus Christ is in your life, where you've got God in your life, e.g., Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says this, Do not be conformed to the mindset of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you would be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good pleasing and His perfect will in your life. Now, my iPhone keeps a pretty good record. Every now and then it pops up and says, we just want to give you the readout of where you've been investing your resources of what you're hearing, what you're listening to, and what you're watching. And it gives, sometimes it's a frightening. And I like to see the Bible app right at the top with the most hours, because where are we receiving? Who's speaking into your life? What are you listening to? And uh, how are you uh, enriching yourself in God so you can live a victorious and overcome? Is Jesus the center of your world today? And it's a challenging message for at the beginning of the year that this year, let's steer our lives by allowing Jesus Christ to be at the helm of our lives. I do a lot of sailing and I can tell you the person at the helm is very, very significant. Let Christ be at the helm of your life. Just another couple of, of concepts of how you can be assured that Jesus is at the center of your life. He said one of his great commandments was do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's a real statement of how we're investing our lives. Is it all about us or are we caring for others? Are we, are we another statement Jesus said, and it's, it's a key in my life of love your neighbor as yourself. And I think love's an incredible key for us to take a hold of today to allow Jesus' words to be significant in our future and in this year, okay? And so I want to challenge you in that. Um, I think uh, when we go back to how are you resourcing yourself, just a practical word of encouragement right now. If you can't think or get inspired by how you can do that, it's interesting that Proverbs gives us 31 chapters, the book of Proverbs. And it's a book of wisdom, and it can give you direction and key insights into outworking your world and your marriage and your children and your life. And I would really encourage you, if there's 31 chapters, that's one for every day of every month. And right now, this year, I've committed myself to every day this year and right now reading through the book of Proverbs and allowing God's word to inspire my life. And I would encourage you to do the same. Just another couple of keys there that can make making Jesus Christ the center of your life so that he's not outside knocking, 
wanting to come in, but you can allow him into your world today. So some practical things that I do is number uh, three, or number four, sorry, is to decide to live each day as if it were your last. In other words, be passionate about life. In other words, you know, live your life strategically. Don't waste time. It's very easy to waste your life and let it just drift away. Um, another thought there is don't stay the same. Find something in your life. It's good to reinvent yourself, to recreate yourself through what you read, through how you apply yourself, through the people you mix with, through getting involved in the kingdom of God and doing stuff for Jesus, for the kingdom of God. Right now, as we live in this world, the Bible says that in that great prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, the only way that's going to happen if you and I are involved in it and God has empowered us and given us the gifts of the Holy Spirit and allowed us to be filled with, with the passion of Christ in our lives. Uh, here we are, me right here in New Zealand in this blessed country, this amazing country that God, people often say to me, how come it's such an amazing country you live in? And, uh, and I think we're up to point six, but my sixth point would be be thankful. And I'm incredibly thankful for the health I enjoy, for the country I live in. I love when people ask me why. I think it's because of our national anthem. We have the greatest national anthem in the world. God defend New Zealand. And uh, it's a great anthem that we don't sing enough. But it's a prophetic declaration over the nation we live in, which is why I believe in spite of all that has happened, we seem to have God's great blessing on our country. And right now, it's down to no other reason, friend. I mean, obviously, we need men and women to lead us. But I believe right now that God has intervened and given us greatness in this nation. Um, Another key is um, be a record breaker. Like try to break some of your own record. God, I want to get closer to you. I want to know you more. I want to be closer involved. I want to be more connected to you. Another one is stay hungry. Stay hungry for God. Stay hungry. Press in. Get, into, get involved in, in, in serving Christ. Get involved in your local church. Get involved in doing something. In 2021, make it a year where we increase the kingdom of God. And uh, another one of my final point to you today is be contagious. Be contagious. And I love what it says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth. Now, to be the salt of the earth, you're going to have to remain salty. You've got to get something in you and get the power. Get into prayer. Make prayer a key, significant part of your life in 2021. Let's change the world as we go forward. Let's believe that this is the best days we could possibly be alive in. Friend, if you're watching me today and Jesus is not in the center of your life, if Jesus is not there today, I want to challenge you and encourage you right now to make Jesus the center of your world. He guarantees you, like we read in the beginning, peace. He guarantees that He will protect you and watch over you and keep you, that He will stand with you, that He'll never leave you nor forsake you. In your loneliness, He'll be there. In your fear, He will bring peace and understanding to you. And Jesus loves you. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that if you believe on Him, you would not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, maybe that's you that I'm speaking to over this incredible message 
And I want to encourage you right now. If, friend, you're saying to yourself, I need to make Jesus the center of my life. I need to receive his forgiveness. I need to make a decision here today. Well, then, can I encourage you to pray this prayer with me, friend, wherever you are right now. Just put your hand on your heart and just say these words. Jesus, forgive me for my sin. Right now, I confess that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And today, I want to make you the center of my life. I receive you as my personal Savior. And I promise to live my life for you from this moment on. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, what a great decision. Even those others who are watching today, maybe it's time to get back in line with God's incredible purpose on your life. Maybe it's time. Maybe this is a message is significant. I believe it's a timely message. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, I pray that God has spoken to you today, that you've heard his voice and that you recenter your life, that you get your life centered around Christ today, that you get back into orbit around God, get back into orbit around the will of Christ in your life. Lord, I pray right now for every single person who's tuned in here today, who's watching this online right now. I speak health over you. I speak victory over you. I pray that Jesus would speak to your heart, that you would indeed be a light or you would be the salt in your world, that you would bring hope to thousands of people this year, that you would not live for yourself, but you would live bigger than yourself and you would truly outlive what it means to make Jesus Christ the center of your life. I love you. Have a fantastic 2021. Jesus is the center. I love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.